This is a Suboptimal podcast. Check out our Suboptimal content at suboptimal.co. Gentlemen, welcome to Flash Forge Episode 6, brought to you by Professor Rad. Hi, Mom. Legendary Ladman. Saw, dude. And myself, Dad Got Game. Thank you for joining us live here on each one of our streams. This is a live podcast, which will then be uploaded to all of your various podcast feeds post Cast, Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, Anchor, and the like. So we appreciate you guys being here today, ladies and gentlemen. We are talking tech. So it was asked of us to talk about where do you begin from a hardware and software standpoint and what kind of setup goals do you want and talk about everything in between. So that is where. That is where we are going to be tonight. So, I think the question that I want to start with, Ladman, buddy, what was the very first setup you ever had when <laughs> you might not be the best. when you started streaming? <laughs> Do you want that answer? Because we know the answer to that question, I, right? I know the answer to that question, but I, I'm 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 curious. So right, you so, go yeah. ahead. So I did probably what not the average person should have done. Um, when I first found streaming, this goes back to episode one when we all talked about a little bit where we came from. Uh, I watched uh, somebody streaming and I said, I want this and I want the next day and dumped like $1,000 on gear. <laughs> <laughs> I just went full bore and said, not nah, dude, I want it. This is what I want. Let's go. Um, probably not the smartest choice. So I literally went out and got... Uh, I already had the computer. I didn't have a dual PC setup back then, but we'll talk about that later and how much awesomer that is. Because um, right now I'm rocking a triple PC setup. How you doing? Um, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Next level. I know, right? Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I would. I already had the computer and I had a few monitors. So I had, you know, three monitors, which I would recommend anyway. But still, we'll talk about it later. I had three monitors. I went out and bought a really nice uh, uh, USB microphone. I think my first microphone was a. Uh, uh, what was it? I don't remember. Anyway. Uh, it was a nice USB microphone. It wasn't an Audio Technica or anything like that, or even a Blue or or Yeti or anything. It was just a, another nice microphone. It was decent. Um, I think it was only like maybe 150 bucks. It wasn't something too expensive in the terms of like microphones that you go for, but that was that microphone. I bought a preamp, um, and then I, you know, I only had uh, no PC game at then. I only had the Xbox, PlayStation eventually, but then yeah i had you know and i got a bunch of other things i went with obs to make other things happen stream decks went around back in the day go xlrs went around back in the day none of that fancy stuff i had a c920 cam no i take that back i didn't have the c920 i had the one that's just under a c920 whatever that is the one before c920 came out that was like oh this is a great one and then c920s came out and everybody got those um mm -hmm. 
it was like a it was still a c9 something it just wasn't the 20 it was the lesser model i still have it it's awful quality <laughs> <laughs> it's still uh, bad I guys got the, i went out and got a green screen uh, i bought the whole pipe and drape set up with the with the lights and the whole nine i got that as a present for my brother uh, for my birthday that year because i'd asked for a whole lighting setup but i had a green screen just not a good lighting setup um okay but yeah that's 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 what was my first setup um i had literally just almost damn near everything i have now but what i have now is up to a much more fancier scale but i went out and just literally bought everything because i was like nope i saw this immediately i'm like this is what i want and i need it let's go <laughs> So Ladman is not your typical or even your recommended <laughs> or even your recommended first setup. In my opinion, not your recommended first setup. All right, Rad. No. <clears throat> All right, Rad. All right. Where did you start? Okay. <clears throat> um so I had nothing. Uh, I didn't even have a computer. Uh, I had a PS4 and all I did was play games and then I had been watching streaming since 2008-2009 wanted to start streaming if you remember what i said around 2012 didn't have the space time or the money until a little over a year ago about a year and a half uh around march my wife and i had saved enough money to finally take our first family vacation to uh take our children to harry potter world and i went to her instead and i said so i have a really good idea uh why don't you let me use that money to buy a gaming computer and let me start streaming and at first she was like you're an idiot and no <laughs> i was like <laughs> and i said i can make it all back in two years so uh she gave me the two-year rule and what i purchased for myself was an alienware off of dell now i couldn't just spend all that money straight up so what i did was i financed it if you spend over 900 dollars at dell for an alienware you get a full year of no interest so i got a nice really nice gaming computer right out of the gate it had a uh 1080 in it our uh nvidia 1080 um had an i7 and it had 16 gigs of ram and then uh i the, the rest of the money so i initially paid like 500 on that and then i ended up getting a capture card because i needed it and what else mm, i had one monitor i read everything off of a chromebook um but the chromebook at the time I didn't wear my actual glasses and I don't use contacts. So I would take my glasses off and I would have to make the chat like 30 times bigger in Chrome just to be able to read it and squint <laughs> just so I could see it. Cause I was wearing sunglasses, but regular ones until later you told me about gunner optics. And then I got the gunner optics to be able to actually read like a normal human being. So <laughs> let's see all of my lighting, all of my lighting was Ikea lamps for seven bucks that you just screw into the table. The microphone I got was a poor choice because don't listen to the hype, but in my opinion, it didn't work out well. Uh, it was the uh, Yeti, the, the blue Yeti, the big giant one. Well, I didn't realize that some of the, uh, like pretty much no arms work for the damn thing. And then it, the USB <laughs> or whatever kept messing up on that thing. So I spent like six months with this awful microphone that didn't work for me. Now other people probably have a good experience, but mine was awful. The biggest thing I would say I paid money for in the beginning for my setup stream is Mixer's FTL would not work with my Comcast bundled, what's it called, um, modem router combo. It just wouldn't let me do FTL on it, which I found was a common issue. So I had to go buy a Netgear router and modem separate, each one like the Super Turbo Edition that can you know not get hacked into NASA levels. And... Then the very last thing that I had to pay for my setup and get set up initially was 
I'd have an electrician come out here and set up where I can stream from because the uh, modem router would have been two levels above me in my house, but I am in the basement. So I had to have that person come out and set that up. But that was it. The mouse and the keyboard were the standard ones that came with an Alienware, nothing fancy, one monitor, Chromebook, poopy lighting. And then, uh, yeah, I didn't even have the green screen and it's an unfinished basement. So it looks like I'm streaming in a bigger insane asylum than Psycho plays. <laughs> <laughs> Which is crazy because you guys know he streams from a bathroom, right? Correct. He streams from his bathroom, ladies and gentlemen. I love yep. Psycho. It yep. blows my mind that he can pull off bathroom. what he can pull off from a bathroom. An he doesn't have to leave. Or... No, no, he just doesn't have to go anywhere. He just sits on the can. That's a genius idea. I, yeah. I, I, I actually, I have no idea like what the setup, lo- but literally, he literally streams from a bathroom. But yep. the funny thing is, is to when he, he even said as much, he said, when I go to the bathroom, I actually go to the toilet on the other side of the house because I can't <laughs> yeah. bring myself can't make the noise. To, to, yeah. to think that someone might hear, even if I mute, yep. <laughs> I can't, I can't bring Total. myself to go to the bathroom in the same place that I stream from. Or you eat, you know what I mean? Like, dude, I, like again, I love, I love Psycho. It still flabbergasts me that he sleeps in the bathroom. So, so it sounds like, I mean, both of you kind of. I went hard. You I went. Oh, you guys both went hard right off the bat. And the funny yeah. thing is, is that like, if you talk to my wife, I'm usually a, a two feet in the deep end type of guy, as well. But yep. this was actually something that I paced as I grew, right? Mm -hmm. I didn't start really investing money until I started making money because I started to pick up that growth in a way that made sense for me to look at that, right? But so where I started, I actually started making YouTube videos before I ever started streaming or even considered starting streaming. So like my basic setup was I had a MacBook. Um, I had a MacBook Pro. I had my um, USB uh elgato capture card um i didn't have a great mic um i used my headset mic for a while for quite a while actually um and obviously had no camera because i was just capping footage and creating youtube videos so when i started streaming um when i started streaming i used that setup um, I did happen to find a little bit after I started streaming and yeah, um, after I started streaming, um, I did find a crappy like Logitech C615 camera or something. I don't know what it was. I think it was, it was, yeah, it was definitely a 615 and it was just laid. I had it laying around, right? So my setup consisted of a MacBook. And if anyone's tried to stream from a Mac, you know, it sucks um, because Mac just from a software standpoint, a lot of the software and drivers that you use in a like a quote unquote standard setup um, doesn't work natively on a Mac. Yes. So yep. so it I started on a MacBook Pro with Elgato cap card and a crappy um, a crappy camera and a headset microphone. My I had my Astro A40s at the time, and that that was what I used. That was that was where I started for the first. I want to say three months, three, three or four months. I, um, that's, that was my setup. And then over time, 
um i kind of built up i i finally got yeah. i got a i ended up getting a yeti which worked for me because i had um i didn't try the boom arm thing um for a mm-hmm. long time i either set it on the desk or i um put it on i i'm a musician so i have like mic stands that you use as a musician so i used those for a long time yep um and that that worked okay for the yeti but you know i've i upgraded to a yeti and then eventually i upgraded to a logitech uh c920 from a camera standpoint um from a eventually i got to a point where i was like okay i want a green screen so i went to hobby lobby and got the green cloth and went to the hardware store and got all the pvc pipe and the clamps that i needed and i had the full-on pvc green screen cloth stretched with clamps holding it together and i had the the three light walmart lamps um that were lighting the green screen and i took cardboard boxes cut the flaps off, put taped printer paper over the over the open part of the box and set it on top of the lamps. Oh wow. <laughs> for a makeshift diffuser. So I diffused my lamp lights on my green screen to get that nice even green screen. I used boxes and printer paper for a good solid Probably three or four months. I would say like the, the entirety of my Twitch and beginning of Mixer when yeah. I used the green screen, that that was the lighting setup I had. There you go. Um so I very much over time piecemealed together what to get to what my setup is today, which is two PC internal cap card, you know, really nice lights, really nice camera. Um but I didn't get to this point until two years later yeah and until i was making enough money to sustainably like i pre-invested some cash out of my own pocket yep. but i would say i would say i never really went over 50 percent of like 50 percent of what i made like i took everything i made and put it back into the stream and then added like an additional 50 percent to get to where i was at right I never really, yeah. and I, I always kind of made up that that money on you know the rest of the time. So I think I, I'm a little bit different in that I didn't dive right in, and that actually brings me to the next question, which is, okay. someone's just starting out. Yeah. What is the bare minimum you think someone should have? to start streaming. Oh, that's a good one. So yeah. you got to take into account also, the, so the bare minimum of like back in the day to what I think has become the normal of what people see in a lot of streams nowadays and what nowadays would be bare minimum, right? Because back sure. in the day, we didn't have Go XLRs. We didn't have yeah. stream decks. You True. know what I mean? Nobody was using DSLR cameras to make you get that crispy 1080p 60 or 4K 30 if you can do it. Right. Um, those things are still probably on the high end, but I mean, bare minimum, you're talking good audio because regardless if somebody can see you, because a lot of people don't use cams and you don't have to use a camera. I know tons of successful people that don't use a camera on stream. They just don't want it. You know what I mean? They want to have that yeah. focus on them. They want to have the focus on the game. Look at chat, not look like all eyes are on them while all eyes are on them, if that makes any sense. 
Yep. Um, so, you know, audio is going to be the number one thing I would suggest to anybody. Everything else are toys, right? Everything else is a toy. Stream Deck is a toy. Mixer is a toy. All these little buttons and gadgets you see around everybody's streams and setups, toys. You don't need them to stream. Bare minimum, get good audio and a decent capture card, which you don't even really need because you can just stream from a console. Uh, like you have, you know, tools like, uh, well, actually, no, they're discontinuing it, are they? <laughs> the, uh, the light stream. No, Mixer that's not getting discontinued. Away. Okay, so that's not okay. So I thought that was. So then you have things like that that Mixer has that literally allows you to have all the fancy stuff that most people have without even having to have a PC to run it, and it just takes care of it for you on the back end. You have to have a PC, I think, to set it up and like link everything together. But then after that, you can just fire up stream from your console, and it does all the overlay stuff for you. Yep. Like done. You don't even have to worry about it. So there's lots of avenues out there, but definitely bare minimum, I'd say get really good audio. Doesn't have to be like you're talking hundreds of dollars invested audio. But you're going to spend some money on audio. You know, go out there and get like a $20 microphone that sounds like you're eating your microphone. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, it, I mean, right. honestly, like we've said this in prior episodes all day long. If somebody can't watch you, but they can hear you, they are more likely to stick around and enjoy the content because audio is the one thing you do, right? You can watch somebody all day long, but on mute if you wanted to, you know what I mean? Background, just watch it. I threw someone stream on in the background, but I'm working and I don't, I can't hear it right now, but I want to watch it. Cool. Mute button. I know a lot of people do that. A lot of lurkers do that, but if they're there to actually listen to you and you sound like Garbo pants McGee, they're out. They'll find someone else. So audio is 100%. And I know it sounds weird being a stream and you're there to see video and stuff like that, but audio is like 100% key. So you're going to want to spend literally a couple hundred dollars, probably in good audio equipment. That's a decent mixer. Probably get a good XLR microphone because you're going to want that. That's what I use. I know that's what dad uses. I'm pretty sure that's what Rad uses. I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah. I think you use one, right? XLR microphone? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I use the AT2020. Yeah, there you go. So yeah. he's got an XLR <laughs> microphone. Um, pretty much anybody that uses a Go XLR has an XLR microphone. But anyway, so, you know, and all that right there, you can literally get a good Go XLR microphone and a decent preamp to go with it that's got, you know, phantom built into it phantom power built into it etc and a couple extra cables you're going to need you're talking a buck 50 probably and you can get decent audio for that that's going to sound better than like you know a 10 to 20 dollar usb microphone that you're just starting off with nothing anything's wrong with that but if you want that little bit of extra quality and you want bare minimum i have said budget i want to invest my money smartly if i'm kicking off my first set of streams what would i put my money in all eggs in the basket audio 100 percent. rad thoughts um it's hard to say where you should initially set up obviously you need something to stream from i personally don't recommend a console only stream um everyone who's ever done it that i've run into runs into way too many issues in this day and age and uh but the initial startup cost is kind of expensive so often when i hear someone is financially struggling but they really want to get into it I lead them down my path, which is to say, hey, you know, you can go to Dell. You can spend 900 bucks on an Alienware minimum, have an entire year to pay it off. You could probably pay off 900 bucks in a year if you, you know, pinch some pennies and skip coffees and whatever um, and not have to pay any interest. So you could get the computer starting out. I would say the biggest thing that people need to be aware of, yeah, having a good audio is a good one, but having good internet is far more. Like if you your stream looks like crap, people can't even hear you. So you need to figure out a good internet plan in your area for upload speed and you need to be wired in and you need to have a good modem and router because if you can't have your content reach anywhere and it, or if it does, it's poop, then what's the point, you know? 
um so i i think those are those are the most valuable things right out of the gate and then everything else can kind of fall into place after yeah no i think that makes a lot of sense and that's something that that's something that a lot of people and that i frankly don't take into consideration is i automatically make the assumption if someone comes in talking about hey i want to make my stream better that they've got good enough internet to be streaming and so something that yeah. you don't see a lot of coverage on which i think is a good point is that guys you need at least five megabit per second upload minimum minimum yeah. minimum five megabit per second upload and unfortunately that precludes most people who live in the country <laughs> yep <laughs> right really if you don't live somewhere mm -hmm. in the vicinity of a major metropolitan area you're probably going to struggle to find internet that's going to support that kind of upload speed um, to be able to provide a good quality broadcast. I will tell you that as someone who does this full time, like I am, I am currently spending a buck fifty every month to make sure that I have a business class internet line to my house, which means I don't share with my neighborhood, and I still am having issues with that because now i found out that actually my router is also having issues and i'm going to have to look into whether or not it's configuration or um whether it's configuration or whether it's actually just my router is dying after a year and right. i need to replace it with something because <clears throat> i just i literally just went through a technical deep dive today with a tech here and we ruled out we ruled out the modem as the primary cause of my drop frames. Mm. And so good internet to, to, to wrap this point, good internet is key and download speed doesn't really matter. If you're looking at your internet package, you are looking for upload speed. So if you're not, if you don't have at least five megabit per second upload, unfortunately, you're probably gonna struggle to stream at all and you're not going to be putting out good quality content and therefore going to struggle to retain viewership. Right? So first and foremost, yep. agreed with Rad, you've got to have the internet to do it. From a setup yep. standpoint, I've always told people do not spend a dime for the first 90 days. Yeah. And and Smart. and that's where I think you and I disagree a little bit Rad is that I think starting with a console and a cheap webcam, if you've happen to have one laying around, is actually a perfect place to get your feet wet and to attempt to stream as long as you've got, again, the internet connection. Because I think you can get, I still think you could get traction um, starting there. I'll give you an it's example. I'll give you an it's example. definitely a cheaper startup. Invade? Are you gonna tell me Invade? <laughs> uh, actually, no, I wasn't gonna say Invade. I was gonna say Frost hits those. Oh, okay. Um, Invade did the same thing on Xbox. Right, mm. I, I think, well, and so did um, KJ Hovey. Or was it uh, gigs? Uh, here's another one. Uh, 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 Shifty Five started off of a stream in our PlayStation. Yeah, yeah, and she had her webcam that came with her PlayStation, and all yep. she did was use that. And then it wasn't until she started to get to the progress where she knew she was growing and she was getting there. And she, had, I think she even, I think she even became partner. And she was still just playing on her PlayStation until she finally bought a streaming PC to use, right. um, and then also a gaming PC later down the line. But she only started on console, straight console. Yep. The, the okay. game with, with PlayStation. One caveat. Sure. Yes, go and do that. But please, for the love of God, plug in 
your damn console <laughs> to your router with an ethernet cable please yes. do not do yeah. it off wi-fi be like i bought all this sick internet why isn't it working mm -hmm. well because you don't have it plugged in so i see a lot of people doing that I'd be like well i can't because of wiring in my house it's like figure something out yep. that is why you're not getting a good stream off of your consoles because you won't plug it in. Yep, you could get yeah. 30 hot, and hot 50 spots foot. In the Walmart parking lot, by the way, also not a good idea. Right, yeah. Do not stream <laughs> off of Wi-Fi in any way, shape, or form unless you're IRL on your phone. And even then, yep. right? Um, always yeah. hardwire, always hardwire, always hardwire, always hardwire. Yes. Agreed. Yep. Now, the reason I mm -hmm. say that I think it's really, really good to start with console is because 80% of people who start streaming will quit within 90 days. Yep. And, yep. and that's why I, I'm very, very adamant when I tell people when they first get started, they're like, what are your, what are your top five tips for growth? Right. And I immediately rattle them off. And one of them is, don't spend the dime for 90 days because the, there's a high likelihood that you're going to quit within 90 days, right? If you get past those 90 days and you're still kicking and you still have a hunger to be creating content, that's when you should start being like, okay, I want to get, that's when you know, I want to get serious about this. Where can I start upgrading, right? And if you want to go in all in on that at that point, I mean, obviously, if you have a significant other, talk to them. If you have disposable income and you don't have any other responsibilities, make sure your bills are paid for. And if you want to go all in on streaming, then go all in on streaming. But that, that's my recommendation and, and the reason why I say a console is a perfect place to start because barrier to entry is low and every console has the ability to stream direct to a service in this day and age. Yep. Yeah. Switch, right? Switch doesn't. Yeah, Switch can't. This because yeah, right. you can't wire it in. Right, yeah, so. but if you have an Xbox yeah. or a PS4 and you want to yep. direct stream to any server, like you could stream to Twitch on PS4, you could stream to Mixer or Twitch or YouTube on Xbox. Right? Is is that you, Optimus Prime? Megatron Optimus? I don't know what's going on, guys. I, I, Do you think I, it's it the only server? happens? I've noticed it. It only happens when it, you drop frames in your video, so it's tied with with internet or something. It's been a yeah, speed. Go figure. When your oh. video starts to freeze up a little bit, you go robot robots McGee in the Discord. Big big surprise there. I'm gonna actually. <laughs> I'm gonna actually. Let me drop my output here a little bit. So so point being is that I think I think I know you can from a bare minimum standpoint. <laughs> you're going to absolutely. You're gonna need a console. You're going to need good internet. And I, I agree with you guys that I would say that audio is, is easily the first thing to upgrade when you're actually looking at upgrading something. Because mm -hmm. um, that will, if you're screaming into your, into your headset microphone and blowing people's ears out, no one's going to stay around. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, dude. No one is going to stick around. So I I read the funniest comment in regards to your internet problem right now with your microphone and it said dad needs an ethernet cable. Yeah, <laughs> I mean I 100% just need to fix my router or replace my router one of the two. Just buy one. Well, the funny thing was buy is the one I, I have. So so speaking of good internet, 
not only is a good internet connection to the house important, but your networking hardware also needs to be decent, right? Now, if you have your console plugged directly into your modem and that's the only thing you've got and your modem's got good internet, you're gonna be set to go, right? But between my setup and where my modem is upstairs in the corner of the house, I have a router and I have an ethernet cable from the modem to the router, router to a junction that was put in by the ISP and then they actually hardwired a line and a cat six line down hmm. to my setup down here, which then runs into a gigabit switch, which then goes to Crazy. my devices down here. So I've got mm -hmm. three devices, four ethernet. ethernet cables, five ethernet cables, four ethernet cables in between every single device and my primary source, right? So if any one of those things is bad, the ethernet cables or the router or the gigabit switch, or the modem, that's going to affect my ability to put out great content. So the more you add to your setup, and this is something to take away from this, the more you add to your setup, the harder it's going to be to troubleshoot. Oh yeah. Think That's about why that. I stopped buying stuff. Yeah, you can just start buying <laughs> stuff, but if you don't know how to use it or troubleshoot it, you're gonna be in a world of hurt when you go hit that go live button. Right? Many of us, any everyone sitting here right now has spent hours upon hours upon hours upon hours upon hours upon hours, upon hours Google searching troubleshooting and learning about all of our gear in our setup to the point where we can confidently, even in the middle of a cast, figure out what's wrong and fix it in yep. a very short order, short of your ISP literally just going out and you're done. Like there's nothing you can do about that. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, that, that, there's an outage, there's an outage. You know? Right. Or if you got internet, you're not doing nothing. Right. Um, so question then, okay. we made it to 90 days. We made it to 90 days or we were six months in and you know, we, we've done minimal investment in our setup. Okay. I've got a good microphone. Where do I go from here? Ask for partnership and do follow for follow. You know this. <laughs> oh, please don't say that. People are going to think you're serious. Um, <laughs> Do not follow um, for follow, people. Good I'm lord. Yeah. The podcast will be like it never existed, guys. Don't even worry about it. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> we're we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about networking and follow for follow at a different podcast. We are. I'm just teasing. I think the first thing that you really then, I mean, like looking out of it, okay. We've spent our 90 days at this point. We have good internet, right? We've been able to stream. It ain't poo-poo. People are hopefully attending one or two, three, maybe people you, you've reached somebody you're enjoying it. And you're like, Hey, I want to, I want to be the next big hot shot. All right. in the block, I would say definitely the microphone. Um, the microphone is the first and most important thing, whether you have a crappy camera or not, but if you, if you have the microphone, say you have a headset, like my wife, my wife started streaming. She loves it. She's in her first month. She's made it to 30 days. She's using a kitty cat headset. Kitty cat headset works fine um she um she for her i i would say that the the next thing is the camera um 
if you're going to be a camera streamer, which I highly recommend, it's a very competitive space. If you don't, <laughs> if you don't have a camera, it's very hard to get people to click if they just see nothing else. So, in that regard, um, I would say a Logitech C922. It's 80 bucks usually on Amazon, sometimes on 50 when it's on sale. You're going to get 720p and 60 FPS out of that thing. That's what I'm using right now. I get complimented all the time that this thing looks better than that. You just got to know how to use it. Is this Bye, messed man. up? Did you guys hear any of that? Nope, we did. I, I'm, I'm, okay, shaking, <laughs> I'm shaking my head in agreement. Ladman, thoughts? Right, your stream's working. Ladman's frozen. Oh, did we, did we lose, lose Ladman altogether? Let me check Scored. No, he's in here, but he's not talking. But his stream's frozen, 100%. Which is funny because I've not actually been able to see his stream the entire time. Really? <laughs> it's just been circul circling for me, but I thought it might be on my end, so I wasn't worried about it. So while Ladman... While Ladman Let's gets have this, you answer it, yeah. Yeah, so while Ladman, well, I'm actually worried that his he might have stopped won't recording. Record. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll free ball because my chat just said Ladman also needs an Ethernet cable. <laughs> <laughs> Ladman also needs an Ethernet cable. Um, so, yeah, he is like hard frozen on my end. Something, okay, Pickle just came to my stream. He's obviously a big uh, contender over at... Uh, Ladman, and he said, I came here from Ladman stream. Something happened. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Well, oh, hang out. Off, Let him there figure he is. it out. He's offline. Yeah, yeah. Internet crashed. I guess when you're running three computers at any point, one of them might need a Windows update. So. This is exactly <laughs> why the more you have, the more complicated more it gets. Okay, so that means that he's probably not recording either. So we're going we're gonna to hold no. tight, guys. So real quick. PC um, booted, he said. It, PC wait, rebooted. He said rebooted? crap one second. <laughs> Yikes. Okay. So guys, real quick, what's up, Astron uh Astronomaly? Hello. Oh, that's a mouthful. Astro, what's up, bud? Okay, so real quick, guys. Um, while Ladman reboots and re-gets everything fired up from a recording standpoint, we are recording Flash Forge Radio, which is our podcast. Um yes. we generally don't acknowledge chat. It's not that we don't love you. We love you very much. It's just we're, 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 we're actually recording a podcast that will then be uploaded later. Um, and so we generally don't interact with chat. We don't interact with subs or um, any of that type, type of stuff. Um, however, we will be taking questions at the end of the podcast. So if you've got questions about technology, software, hardware, setup stuff, um, Make sure that you get those questions together. We will be answering them um, as part of the podcast after we kind of get through this initial initial part, initial beginning part of the podcast. Um, so thank you for being here. Thank you for hanging out. We appreciate you guys. Um, that that's kind of what's what's going on. And he's back in Discord. Are you right now? I am not in you right now. Your three PC setup totally <laughs> up and definitely messed up a recording podcast. No, I can just rip it off the VOD from one of you guys, but like, 
No, okay. that was a, the three. The, the other PC is not even on. That's not even a part of the equation. The three third PC is just storage. I was just giving um, you crap. No, I know. <laughs> yes. it, it's just, no, it, it's very irritating because it wasn't anything that I'm using that caused an issue. Like this garbage PC that I use for streaming right now, which was really mm. good for gaming, but apparently can't handle streaming, even though I'm offloading it to my GPU of my brand new uh, 2070. Uh, apparently, it says you're over encoding and then just shuts off my computer. Oh, yikes. Wow. Yeah, so I'll have to figure that one out. Guys, remember that episode where we talked about setups and, and then issues? This is a good one right now. Case in point. So, I mean, I figured you could probably start recording again. I lost everything prior to that. There's, there's, there's no way to auto saved. Oh, rip. Well, no, I'll just, I'll go through the, I'll go through one of your guys' VODs and, and I'll have to, you all have to send it to me to download and I'll have to rip the audio and stuff. That's all. Gross. Okay. Well, we were we were on a question for you. What, where where were we at? What, we were gonna say, okay, you've streamed for ninety days, Ladman. You good looking bastard. Yep. What what do you get next? Where are you gonna invest the dollar dues? Oh, uh, well, first of all, if I'm using dollar dues, it means I'm on Australian internet. So correct. Dang. It goes backwards like the toilet. Correct. Yes. <laughs> what did he say? Um, exact mundo. All right, let me fire this thing back up. Yay, back on the waiting screen. Welcome back, Chad. Hi, I do. Um, Welcome back. Welcome back. Anyway, so yeah, lost everything. Cool. Uh, anyway, so yeah, let me turn the camera back on. Troubleshooting on the fly, chat. You'll get used to it. This is true, hundred percent. Oh yeah. You get that focus all set there. You know, to this day, when I watch like Doctor Disrespect or Summit or Tim the Tatman or whatever, it boggles my mind that anytime I've ever tuned in, nothing ever goes wrong. They can do like three hundred streams straight. Mm-hmm. and it's never an issue do you like, want to know the secret to that off? is gypsies no it's called have partnerships with computer companies and they can just send you a new one when you have stuff goes messed up <laughs> yeah but i mean you can't <laughs> fix the guy down the street with a jackhammer busting into an uh internet line it's like dang. i mean they live in space probably they're just in a pod that flips around <laughs> and has internet actually and wrong. actually most of the big guys have two isps Yep. And auto oh. failover and auto failover mm-hmm. that that basically oh. like if they if they literally go offline because of one ISP, they flip routers, fire up, and oh it's my god. Yeah. Yeah. For internet stuff, I, yeah. But like PC right. issues, I've seen some things happen to people with PCs right. that have a like cut down stream. There's nothing you can do about those, but right. Well, I mean uh, realistically, I, can, realistically, like if I were smart with this dual pc setup i would literally have i would have a cap card in both and i would have everything ready to go on both right and then if one of if my streaming rig went down i could literally flip over and do console streaming like i could flip over fire up the fire up the other rig start streaming and just play an xbox game instead of a pc game Right. Right. If I were smart, I would do that. I haven't done it yet, but it's on my list of things that I would like to do eventually so that I can be at a point of I could be at a point of not ever having to worry about be down unless my internet's down. Because I'm not big enough at this point and I don't have the ISP options at this point. Yeah. To well, I've got yeah, like I've got the funds at this point. To be able to put a cap card in that. in that second rig, right? right? And that's really the only thing that I need to be ready to go. It's just a matter of the time investment to set up all the software side of the house 
so that I could that I could run appropriately. Right. So nerd question, since you brought this up, and it's just a quick off topic, but if my wife is streaming upstairs and right now she's using Wi-Fi from our internet, it's working fine, but I know at some point it's going to goof because of it being on Wi-Fi for her, but we have insane gigabit up and down, so that's probably why it's not that bad. Sure. Um, would I need to get her a different ISP, or could my ISP give me two separate modem routers, internet coming into the same house? Here's like, the thing possible? about that, and because I've played that game, um, okay. I before I got my internet the way it is, which is the same as you, gig up and down, um, well, gig down, it's only 50 up. We're not yeah, high speed yet to get the other, the like other that, 900 yeah. to go up. Right. Um, yep. I was calling my ISP because I was having issues. I kept getting drops. Frames kept going to garbage. It wasn't, it wasn't the internet, or as you say, it wasn't Mixer. It wasn't OBS. It was my ISP. Um, so I had called them one day. I'm like, hey, I want to get a business line. You know, much like what dad has going, I wanted to get direct line to my house. What's it going to cost? I don't care whatever it is. I can, I can afford it send it my way. Let's hit up the business right. line. Have a nice day. Uh, they couldn't do the business line. Um, and I had noticed that they had upgraded to gigabit internet. And I'm like, Oh, when yeah. did this happen? Cause I'm, I was at the time was currently on like what I thought was 200 down and 10 up, which I was okay with. I could stream from that. It's fine. You can't do like 6,000 bit rate. You can do like 3000 or 3,500 bit rate. And right. that's fine. That's all you really need. Cause you're not, I wasn't doing any like 1080p 60 streams at the time. Um, yeah. and so I was like, Hey, I see that you guys have, you know, gigabit internet. Um, you know, what, what can I, can I upgrade to that? Because that would have been like a whole new modem router, everything, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and, uh, what happened was just to back that up a little bit, cause I got ahead of myself. I used to have two modems in my house. I had struck a deal i guess with with uh comcast at the time or charter i should say at the time and i had two modems in my house so i had one internet i had two internet lines and all it takes them to do is actually a flip of the switch on their end to set up two different ones in the house because what i had going on was i bought a uh, a gigabit switch um like a full like rack switch like we're talking like server switch and a load balancer because what I was doing before I knew that there was gigabit internet or I could get better than the 200 is I actually had two internets in my house load balanced together and then it gave me one strong signal. So I was taking two internets because the, the thing I bought from TP link um, was it could take up the four internet connections in the one box and give me out one strong AF signal. So I could literally, cause I couldn't get anything more than 200 and I wanted like the 500 that everybody has. I'm like, let me set this up. Give me two of these things in the house. This is what I want. And they did it for me. And they, they waived a feed. They added another modem. So I had two internets at like 150 coming in and I was able to get the 300 that I wanted or as close to it as I could because I couldn't get anything more than that in the, in the area I'm in. So I had them do that. I canceled that because it was kind of like a waste of money at the time and everything ended up being fine and I couldn't afford it at the time for a few months. I'm like, all right, it's not really going the way I wanted it to. I'm still having issues. Long story short there, it ended up being an ethernet card issue on my gaming rig that was causing all the problems. Fix that. Didn't need to have dual internet anymore. So I'm like, cool, cancel it. Bye. Have a nice day. Long story short, they can do that. Just prepared, you're going to pay double internet fees. Like you're going to, they're going to charge you for, they're going to probably waive your install of like a second modem because essentially it's just them flipping a switch on on their end of your ISP saying, okay, he can have two modems and activate it. It's not like they're going to run two completely different lines to your house. So let me, let me ask you. It will give you two different IP addresses though. Right. Let me ask this, Rad. Let me ask this, Rad. Is the, is the desire to do this? because of the physical location of her rig and your rig? Because you moved the, Yeah, she, you moved, correct. I'm in the basement, she's one level above. Can't, do you own your home? 
Yes. Okay, if that's the case, why not just run an Ethernet cable to her from the basement? A 30-footer. I'm the kind of guy. I'm, well, we have a kid, so I would have to try to get it in under the carpet, and that's where my um, manly levels drop. Okay. Like, I, don't, I wouldn't even know how to go about that. <laughs> you, can go well, the, well, long, you can go through the sill plate. That's what I had to do. <laughs> I drilled right through the plate. With like a thirty-inch yeah. drill bit, all the way up to the next Jesus. room above. <laughs> I mean, depending on where you run it from, I, again, not knowing the layout of your house, but yeah. I will tell you that, like, we went from where my box is located. We went straight down, and it's in the corner of our living room, like the outside corner of the house. We went straight mm -hmm. down that, and we were, um, luckily the guy. You said you have an unfinished basement, though, right? You don't have to yes. deal with drywall or anything like that. So Correct. realistically, you could, wherever her rig is located, drill straight down through the floor, right? And then you could run that yeah. Ethernet cable across the joist, the floor joist, and just, like, use a staple gun on the joist yeah, yeah. To, to put that cable up and then drop it down wherever your, wherever your motor is, is, right? Okay. So look at getting a 30-footer, a 50-footer, and realistically yeah. what you could do then is that when she looks to upgrade her setup is you would yeah. run a gigabit switch upstairs, and you could then run, you could run that cable into the gigabit switch, and then every device that needs to be plugged in can be plugged into that gigabit. Like, I've got an 8-port um, gigabit switch, right, that mm -hmm. has my Xbox and both PCs plugged into it, and it gets the internet fed from the router. So, yeah. so real, realistically, like, if she only needs one connection for now, all you need is a 30 yeah. or 50-foot Ethernet cable. Um, once you get over 50 feet, though, actually, I think it might be 30 feet. 30, it's either 30 feet or 50 feet. Once you get over that, you're going to start to get signal. You're going to start yeah. to get signal degradation, right? Yeah. Right, unless but, you have, like, the crispiest of, of Ethernet cables. Well, and even right. the crispiest of like, you could, get, you could get power, you could get power over Ethernet. Um, you could get amplifiers for it. We actually, mm -hmm. so I used to work in IT um, at Harley-Davidson, and I, I was um, implementing a time and attendance system um, at one of our plants, and the way that we had to run some of the Ethernet drops for, for the um, clock-in, clock-out stations, they were really long runs. And so we had to have... We had to have these power over Ethernet devices that would literally amplify the signal um, and push a push a stronger signal over those Ethernet cables to reach the time clocks where they had to be. Right. So you could get those devices. I don't know how much they run, <laughs> but if you could mm. stick to under under if you could stick to under 30 feet, do it. If you need to go out to 50 feet, you might get a little bit of signal degradation in between there. And anything over 50 feet is not probably worth looking into. Okay. But I, I since Sounds you good. have an unfinished basement, you're, you're fortunate. The drilling hole game is easy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. That would be my recommendation. Done deal. Done deal. All right. Well, let's, let's move on to the next topic then, uh, as far as what we were uh, trying to figure out, helping other people with their tech <laughs> and True. where they want to spend money. Um, <laughs> So here's the here's the long term game question. All right, now we're past ninety days. Maybe we're a year into it. 
let's say you've amassed what you essentially need. We all know you need more than one monitor. We know you need lighting. If green screen is your thing of choice, great. If not, something in the background. People don't want to look at just bare white walls 90% of the time. Get a shelf that represents your personality. Get nice lighting, whatever it is to, you know, make you stand out from the crowd and speaks to you. Um, you know, you've got a nice desk. You've got a nice computer. You've got consoles. You've got the internet, blah, 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 blah. All right. You feel like you've spent it all where what's the most like thing on your desk or near you and i'll start with lab band that you know 90 percent of people don't have out there but you recommend anyway now that you've been doing it for a long while you're like i want that next juice what's the big fancy thing that you are super proud of that most people don't have the next juice that most people don't have yeah and why why did you opt to get it when you know most people don't use it in streaming but you thought it was going to make like a big difference to what you're putting out okay so it's probably gonna be audio equipment um okay only because 90 um, i would say out of everything that i've invested in streaming total out of everything 70 percent of my investment has always been around audio um and before go xlr was a thing I had mm-hmm. my artist, my uh, boss RC505 loop station, which is the thing I'm pointing to over here for people who can see my camera. Uh, yeah. This thing was my Go XLR. It has several inputs. It has loop station capabilities. It was my preamp for my RC5 or for my uh, uh, RE20. Uh, this was my everything. This was a big juice upgrade when I got this. I was like, yeah, this is what I'm talking about. I need this. So I had regular preamp, but I had like a hundred different chords to it. Like it had like everything. Like at one time I had power splitters, like four or five of them, because I had like audio from my headphones going to a splitter, going into this thing, going into that, going into a console. If I had turned it on, going into the PC rig, like there was just cables everywhere. This eliminated like 90% of that. Um, so getting this thing was, was key for me. And then the Go XLR came out and I was like, ooh, this thing does all that plus mixing. Like this thing doesn't mix anything really. It just is a loop station. I can create loops and and make funny things happen. And and it was my voice over effect effects like Callus and all the other stuff. And um, then that came out. So honestly, I would say big boy item. You're looking to pump up your game, and it's audio you're looking for. Go XLR. Go XLR is literally probably gonna became become like what the Stream Deck became when Stream Decks first came out as being literally a necessity nowadays when you compare it to how everybody else runs their streams. Go XLR is gonna be right in that wheelhouse of that's a big boy upgrade that you probably want to look at if you're gonna get into audio. Now, assuming that you already have a Go X some sort of XLR microphone going and a decent preamp and you want to up that game, yeah, go XLR. If you already have that and you don't need you know looping effects or you don't need voiceover effects but even if you're just looking for like the mixer part of it i mean they have a new product coming out in november the mini it's literally just the left hand side of your go xlr it's just the mixer so that's that is key like what they did for that and you not having to use voice voice banana or banana whatever which is a pain in the use yep and you have multiple channels and eliminating your virtual lines of blah 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 i won't get in that conversation make everybody's head explode but yep. like literally the, just having the mixer part of it is worth having just even the mini. It makes everything so much easier when you come to, I want my audio here. I want it in my ears, but I don't want stream to hear it. I want my voice to sound a certain way and be able to do all that stuff without having to toy with too much. That mini is where it's at. I almost would recommend that. I know it's not out yet. Yeah. And it's hard to make a recommendation for something that's not out, but yeah, that I'm mini- sure it'll be great. I was yeah. going to say knowing, upgrade. N- yeah, knowing what the Go XLR is, the mini is going to be a fantastic upgrade. Yeah, for anyone who's looking to, to upgrade their audio. I, yeah, I wanted to get another one. 
because you can daisy chain them together. That's actually a good point. I asked yeah. about that because as soon as they made the message, I was in their Discord. I'm like, yo, can you daisy chain these together? And they said, you can't really daisy chain them together, but you can use the line in, line out output to pump the other one's mixers, mixes into the main Go XLR. So, in fact, you're daisy chaining together, but not like you would yeah. with, like, if anybody's familiar with an Astro preamp, how you can daisy chain several of those together. They actually have a port for it in the back yep. where you can plug another one into another one into another one and have like a, a row of these things if your heart's desired. Um, but you can do it with that. So yeah, definitely would be an audio upgrade. I would say the mini or the full-on Go XLR would be a, a, a positively nothing bad can come out of an upgrade for audio for your stream. Agreed. And and I, I I'm I'm wholeheartedly with you on the fact that like as a musician and as someone as someone who has worked with audio for a good number of years, I um some of my first upgrades were audio based was an XLR microphone. I actually still to this day, like I don't use the go XLRs, um, equal EQ or compressor. I do not use the, the full swath of go XLR functionality because I've got a 31 band EQ and a tube compressor that if any, if you know anything about audio, uh, a, a, a tube amp or a tube compressor is going to produce a much warmer sound than a purely electronic compressor will ever do. Um, and so audio, audio 100% is, is the same thing that I very much, um, I think differentiate myself from any other, most other broadcasters, right? Is that I've got rack mounted audio hardware specifically to make my audio sound really darn good. Um, my lowest end component in my whole setup, audio wise, is actually my microphone, which is I'm looking at upgrading at some point in the future. Um, it still sounds great, but that's actually the lowest, the lowest item in my entire setup. The other, the other one, and I agree with you that the Go XLR from from that standpoint is a fantastic, is a fantastic place to be. But when you look at when you look at like you're doing this for a living. This is what differentiates me from 90% of the other broadcasters out there. I would say that the audio hardware you have, um, if you're not using a Go XLR, is actually what probably differentiates you from, you know, 80 to 90% of the people out there. Mm -hmm. The other the other thing is is actually the two PC setup. Um, I feel like the vast majority of most broadcasters out there probably don't have a two PC setup unless you do this for a living. Right. Yep. Yeah. What about you, Rad? I mean, you know, for uh, for me, it's actually a second green screen. Uh, is the one thing I know most people don't do. They may get the one uh, to cover up what's behind them and then play around with some funny graphics. But I always found it really impressive, like what people like Doctor Disrespect do, mm -hmm. where they have multiple green screens or they paint their entire room green their ceiling green their floor green everything is just one giant green room like that that would be my ideal goal is a giant green room so that i could do anything i wanted which would be awesome um but that that's the number one because the kind of content i create uh gears towards you know making comedic things happen and i do the dances in front of it and end up on a beach that's you know raining and all sorts of other stuff it's it's fun to be able to you know it, it, there's a reason i did it it wasn't just hey i want to make funny stuff happen most people forget to get up while they're streaming and take stretch breaks and whatever so it gives me an excuse to get up move 
and then come back and sit down so that I'm not overdoing it on my buttocks uh, is one of the main reasons I got a second green screen. That's one of the things I know no one else is doing that I would recommend if you already are playing with green screens, but you're making fun stuff, get a second one. I'm actually, it's funny you mentioned that because I'm actually looking at going back to doing a green screen, but I want it on the opposite side. It's like, I've got this camera no. angle here. Yeah. On this side, I want to do green screen stuff for funny moments, for in-game yep. stuff, that type yeah. of stuff. That's actually something that I've been flirting with the idea of, because I think I think you're right. I think the the next evolution, like most people right now, it's accessible to start streaming and to start streaming video game stuff. It's very accessible. To many, many people, yes. Um, like doing a workout cam or something would be dope. Um, I, I feel like I feel like streaming video game streaming is very accessible. The people who differentiate themselves in the way that they go about either streaming video games or incorporating other types of streaming into their overall brand, those are the people who will excel in the space. And will that innovation is what takes them to the next level. And you can definitely make investments in your hardware, um, in your hardware and your software to get to a point where you're differentiating yourself from what everybody mm -hmm. else is doing. Yeah, you I want to add. Up. I want to add, so like dad's scenario, right, is, and so is Ladman, is they both have nice rooms with all this nice lighting and the things that are going on behind them. If they literally stepped away and got rid of their chair and their mic and just had the background playing and then hit start record and recorded like a 30 second loop of their setup right now, right, and then undid it, they could just use a green screen and always have that room behind them, even though they have a green screen, kind of like the room I have behind me. There's this guy passed out here and the, the room is moving. This is a gift. This is a loop. You can see the lights are moving. Uh, there's like two recorders in the back moving right over here. Like this is a living thing. And I get told multiple times by people are like, man, your room is sick. I'm like, it ain't real buddy, but thank you. <laughs> so <laughs> Fake news. It, it, it's it, awesome. And I learned that from Renee. Uh, I was she, just going to say that's Twitch. she's the one who taught me that. I'm like, Oh my God, that's genius. Yep. <laughs> R Renee did that for a very long time. She wanted the yeah. blur effect. Right, yeah. but she couldn't afford yeah. the camera. So what she did is she had a webcam. She yeah. recorded her. She recorded back here, right, and then blurred it, mm -hmm. and then had it yeah. had that in the background, and that was that was her. She was green screening. You, you know what's with the blurred so you know background. What's funny about that is I used to do that um, back when I had my room. So my room that I'm in now was flipped the other way around. I had a desk that I built that was in the middle of the room I'm in now. And the wall that I'm facing was the wall that was at then behind me. The whole thing was green screen. I painted it from wall to wall. Was the half of the room was green on purpose. Oh. So I went and painted the whole thing. I had all the wires. My closet behind me used to be my AV closet. All of my everything was in there. And I ran all the cables underneath my rafters, underneath the floor in the basement, and all the way up into the desk. You couldn't see anything. You couldn't see a single wire. I was so proud of that. You couldn't see nothing. There's a three-inch hole underneath the desk that had a billion wires in it that went into the floor. But other than that, you couldn't tell unless you were behind the desk. There's still a hole behind me. It's right there. I got to watch out. My wheel gets stuck in it every once in a while from my chair. I'm like, ah, well, there you go. <laughs> and that's wheel. a caution that you guys have to take into consideration. If you own your house and you're modifying it, maybe don't drill a big arse hole in the middle of the floor. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I plan on not leaving anytime soon, so I was okay with it. Um, but anyway, so what I used to do was I had that. I had taken live footage of my, my background 
of like an old like an actual office background and i put it behind me and i would have that and then when silly something silly outfit like we're doing it happened boom it'd be you know green screen would show up and it'd be like wait a minute where the hell did you just go why are you this what is that what is that behind you and then all of a sudden be boom back to the office like nobody would everybody thought i yeah. had two green screens you know here's in this office and i'd use another camera not it's the same camera with like different stuff <laughs> <laughs> um and it was it was great i actually not to go off topic on that, but I'm actually I've, uh, I've talked to my wife, and she actually is, is literally okay with it. Is me building an, a studio outside in our yard, like a whole other building just for streaming, and and get out of my office that I'm in now and build an outside office, and then have the kids will have this as their playroom downstairs because it's just easier. Um, but moving everything out there, and just that'll be like a whole studio in its own being. For sure, no, I, I, I think again. like to 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 is that, that point to that point actually like having a separate studio space that is literally dedicated to just streaming I think is not something that a lot of people do outside of your you're doing this full time, right? Right. I, I think that's you know that those like when you think of setup goals, right? Mm -hmm. You think of top tier audio with all of the gear. You think of dual PC setups. You think of multiple cams and angles, screen screens, um, three PC setups, or <laughs> I still want to know what you're doing with three PCs. But anyway, um, three PC setups um, and separate studio space, oh, I know. right? Separate studio space, I think, is is mm. like among the among the top. Like that's that's where you get to the top end of right. of a, a setup, like. And, and a lot of people are thinking, oh, it's six monitors or, you know, what? that's what Darkness has, right? Six monitors. I think I heard someone yeah, else has six. like eight monitors. Six? Or so, yeah, yeah he's, he's, got got, eight? he's got six monitors. Yeah, he's got six. And then, got and the then six like, some people have... And then three. Yeah, so I've heard some people have like eight monitors and I'm like, bro, I, I don't need any I think more Hidden, than four. Hidden has eight monitors or something weird yeah, like that. I, like, I, I don't need any more than four, to be honest. Like, and, and, and that's mean, like, those are the types of upgrades that when you start making enough money to be considering those types of upgrades that's when you start looking at optimizing how you make your best content and what makes you comfortable right i didn't yeah. notice many people who used a vertical monitor i don't know many people that that flip their monitor vertically and read their chat off of it like that so i do um I personally find that the most comfortable for my delivery style from a content standpoint. And I think when you start looking at, when you start looking at gear and this is probably a good place to kind of almost wrap the, the gear yeah. talk of the podcast. Yeah. When you start yes. looking at gear, the most important thing in my opinion, and I'm, I'm going to let these guys correct me if I'm wrong, but the most sure. important thing in my opinion is comfort and your ability to deliver the best content you can possibly deliver. If that means if that means where you position your camera means you need a boom arm for your camera or a clamp for your camera or a tripod for your camera, then do what you need to do to be the most comfortable you can be with where your camera's positioned. For for me, like when you look at my setup, the the idea that like I've got two keyboards because of the two PC setup, right? I built a little rack for one of my keyboards, right? So that mm -hmm. it was more easily accessible because I type on it constantly, right? If I'm not playing my game, I might be typing or doing something on the on the on my other PC. I wanted that to be right there accessible and comfortable, 
right? I got the I got the Stream Deck XL instead of the two Stream Decks because it's easier to manage, it's more comfortable. I've just got one set of buttons that I'm managing. I'm not flipping back and forth between the two Stream Decks. That was a comfort thing, right? So when you start looking at what your setup looks like, the most important thing when you start getting to end game setups, if you will, is to be investing in places that make it the easiest for you to make your best content possible. Ladman agreed or disagreed? Uh, 100%. It's all about comfort, right? So when you are in your room, your stream room, wherever it is, whether it's in your living room where I started, or, or your it's bathroom. in your bedroom, or in your bathroom, or in your basement, or whatever it is you do your your stream right you want it to be cozy comfortable you don't want to feel stressed you want to be it's, it's your it's your it's your release time right just i'm gonna go stream i'm gonna have a good time i need to be just chill relax do it wherever wherever it is that it, that it happens you need to make it yours right and that's i think everybody has that mindset when they first pick it out like but for me i started in my living room i had a green screen as soon as you walked in my house you saw a green screen you know how many times like people looked at me weird like thought i was doing some weird internet stuff because i have a green screen like and all the trouble comes out guy comes to deliver a package to the house looks in the house is a green screen and cameras and stuff set up and he's like what well, you do you know what i mean like <laughs> it's only one thing you can think of when you see hey, like that, right so hey, um so then what when i got do? to it wasn't until we moved into this house when we bought this house five years ago that i got a room for streaming it was in my living room you walked in boom there was pipe and drape and green screens and rack lighting and all this craziness when you walked into the house um, wasn't ideal for a small duplex to have half your living room dedicated to streaming, which at the time your wife despised, you know? And so it wasn't until we got to this house that it happened and it slowly matured over time. Like, like I said, I used to have the desk in the middle of the room. Then it was against that wall. Then it was on that wall over there. And now it is what it is now, which is half of my room is a desk that's mounted to the wall. Um, and everything that goes around it and everything. So it took a lot of time to get to where it is, but yeah, you got to be comfortable where you are and do the best you can to try to make it whatever, whatever space you need it to be. Um, if you're not going to feel comfortable when you're putting on your content, you're probably not going to put on your best content because you're too stressed about what it looks like to you from this side of the screen, not what it's going out to everybody else to see, you know, for sure. Rad. Um, it, it kind of loops to something I always say, everybody's journey in streaming is different. So don't try to, you know, pigeonhole yourself into the need upgrades from someone else content for is follow the best decisions to make the best content to satiate the community you're building and you'll be good be good that's it fantastic all right guys we're gonna open it up for questions i didn't see any questions on the twitters however um, no there was one last week where was it um we did this came out like on friday or something let me check the yep you go the, ahead and do that i'm gonna actually show i'm gonna actually show clay's set up on stream yeah i did tweet um, that out guys i was like if you're all setups you want to show off yeah come, 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 so come. corrupt clay he's been a member of my community for a long time our communities i think generally speaking um and this is this is clay setup which is is a in actually a very very fantastic place um he's got the ring light with the camera right there uh so he's got pretty solid lighting strong lighting right there dual monitor setup um which is a a, a very solid setup 
it looks like primarily PC. You can see he's got a little bit, uh, a, a tiny mixer over here, right? Which will get the job done from a from an audio standpoint. Obviously running an XLR mic, it looks like an AT2020. Uh, I think it's an AT, no, uh, actually that. No, I think that is an AT2020. So AT2020, uh, Xbox controller, stream deck, good solid, good solid setup right there. Um, I am I am digging I am digging the setup. This is this is what would probably be considered a mid-tier setup. So Clay, thank you for sharing, my dude. All right. Uh let's take some questions from the chat while Ladman um dives into Twitter here. Unless you did you find it? Nah, I gotta scroll through like okay. all my stuff. It wasn't directly out of the Flashforge tweet, so it was tied into me somewhere, so I gotta go through like a billion messages. Okay, gotcha. All right. So uh Poison Kill's got, got a question in the chat. Yeah. Uh, sorry, and then we'll grab uh, yours next. It was Pickle from from your guys' side that I got to meet tonight. Pickle asked, Do you know of any mixer partners who stream on console only? I don't know that I know a partner, but I would say I would revert his question to saying, Do you know anyone who got partnered off of console only i don't think they'd got to partner with it did he i think he started on it I'm, i don't think invade i'm not sure to be honest i don't I know, know doesn't, any... doesn't scythe play a lot on xbox like he primarily plays xbox right. with like his vrs and stuff yeah he does he does primarily play xbox i don't know um but it's off a of pc and but it, yeah he's capping yeah. from a pc though so i, I right. is the question is the question do they stream from console or do they just play console? Yeah. Is it, do you, are you saying that there's a partner who's just off of their stream from? Yeah. He's saying stream from. Yeah. Yeah. The whole thing. Um, yeah. I don't know anyone. I can't, I don't, I don't think so. Um, could you do it? I think that's a better question. Could you do it? Yeah. I think you could get partnered. If yep. your content's good. That's right. gonna be good. You're gonna you're gonna be able to use I mean, Lightstream still. You can still make overlays. You can still make screen transitions right through a console. You're good. Right. So yep. let me put it. Let me put that this way before that goes. Is yeah, it's nice to have the extras, but these extras don't make the content creator. You do. So it's not up to these tools to make you a better content creator. These are for ease. Sure. These will enhance sure. maybe but yep. the base of it is all you so don't go in thinking oh man if i buy this this badass microphone and i get this and i get this and i get that and i got this and i got this thing this guy has and now i'm gonna make it you're wrong that's not what makes you you make you so don't go into it thinking if you buy all this high speed gear or whatever that it's going to make you a content creator or make you a better content creator it's not I, I will give you, you. I'll give you a case in point on that. I was in a band for seven years. I thought that if I bought the best drum set out there, that that would make me better. Wrong. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter how yeah, much I you spend on your gear. It, but... If you don't know how to use it, you're not going to be a better content creator. Okay. <laughs> like gear does not make the creator. The creator makes the gear. Right. Mm -hmm. 100% agreed with that. So don't fall into the trap of I just need to spend more money to make progress because that's not right. how it that's not how it works and that's not how it works for many many things. Right? Many people who are really really good at their craft started on the crappiest instruments or tools or whatever you want to pick, right? They started on the crappiest of the crap. Right? And the oh, only yeah. way they got better was to get through all of that 
to get to where they are today. Everyone looks likes to look at the end end of someone's journey and and think they have to have everything that that person has to get there and they didn't see everything leading up to it. So don't fall into the trap of thinking that you you've got to have good gear to 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 do something really really good or really really special. Um so uh Poison Kill had a question. Did we did we wrap up that thought? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Poison Kill had a question. Where do I where do we find a good aux to USB adapter? The blue icicle is what you're looking for. The blue icicle. Done. If you want an aux to USB adapter, my question I have for you would actually be more along the lines of why would you want to take an aux and make it a USB other than I don't I mean, have the money to invest in a mixer right now. I was now. gonna say, it's probably because right. he doesn't, maybe doesn't have the, the, the funds to get the actual mixer. You never wanna sure. go from like an, an a XLR cable or a 3.5 down to USB because right. those two prior to the USB are way better and will give you better sound quality than going over a USB bus. Yep, if you have an, if you have an XLR microphone, or, or no, you said aux to USB or XLR to USB. Because that's, that's the big question, and it actually ties into Twisted and Gifted asked, what's a good audio mixer to start with? Um, there's, a, there's a couple different options out there, right? Okay, so you were talking about taking a 3.5 millimeter to USB. I would definitely ask the question why, <laughs> right? Um, 3.5 millimeter jack can go into a microphone, and you could get a splitter if you wanted to, and put two 3.5 millimeters into a single like microphone into your PC. But I, I, I guess without having more context about why you would want to make a 3.5 millimeter a USB adapter, I would look into a mixer before I would look into trying to convert that signal because that's, that's going to be hard. Um, good mixers to start with. I've heard really good things about the Yamaha MX-110. Um, obviously, GoXLR is coming out with the GoXLR Mini. Um, mm -hmm. which is, is going to, if it's anything like the Go XLR, it's going to be a very, very solid mixer. It's still going to be more from, it's still going to cost more than the, uh, or no, it was the MG, MG 11, the Yamaha MG 11, I think is a pretty standard. Talking about mixer. Yeah. MG, yeah, I get, hang, on. hang on. MG 10 XU. That's what I was looking at. So there's like Yamaha makes an MG series. 10XU is the one that has 10 inputs, which is overkill. Oh, I still have mine here for most people. Uh, what is that? This is the uh, this is the 10 uh, the that, 1002B. Yep, the B. That's a Behringer Xenix um, 1002B. Yep. Behringer, Yamaha, they all make very similar um, interfaces that are USB, um, USB, uh, true blue like mixers. Right. Yep. This thing um, is like a lot overkill, but it was 100% worth it. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I think at the end of the day, you've you've got to find an interface that works for you. Again, if you, especially if you're a multi-console or a PC and console streamer, that you play games on both, the Go XLR is what you want to look into, um, and the Go XLR Mini might be what you want to look into if you don't need all the voice effects and everything like that. It's going to be mm -hmm. a little over half the cost of. Yep of what the go xlr is and again i yeah, still uh, i still think it's worth every penny 
Yeah, there was the Go XLR is about four hundred bucks, said and done after taxes, and the Mini is going to be two fifty. So. Yep. Um, the other, the other, and two fifty on that mini is about we're going to spend on a good mixer anyway, about one hundred and fifty, two hundred dollars. So I mean, spend a little bit extra and get the good thing, you know. Yep. The other option that you've had that is going to be much less expensive, but is going to have much less flexibility, is going to be just a true blue USB interface like the Scarlet, um, the uh, the Scarlet two i two, the Focusrite. Um, yep. Scarlet 2i2 or interfaces that are similar to that where it's literally just a preamp, right? There's no there's no option for equalization. There's no option for compression. Um, there's, there's none of that in it. It's just literally get your XLR signal to your computer, no effects mm -hmm. on it at all. Right. And yeah. you could, so you could look at, you could look at that. And those are normally, you could get those for anywhere from 60 to hundred bucks. Um, and mm -hmm. those those are going to be a, a really decent interface, but you're not you're not going to have the options for anything like that. Um, all right. Uh, so, Redneck Romeo has a question. I've been streaming for almost two years now. Gro growth is the hardest thing for me. I haven't even broke 700, but still grind every day with little no views. Any tips? I would I would recommend going back. Um, to our first episode of the podcast, we cover tips yep. and tricks of getting started. I know Rad has got a, a YouTube video out there with his top five tips. I've I've yep. got my podcast out there that's got top five tips. Like there's <coughs> there's there's a lot of resources out there for growth. Um, I would go back to those. We're not covering that particular theme mm -hmm. in this podcast. Yeah. But go back to those resources. Uh, check them out. Any of us are willing to answer questions for I, you. I so. do want to. I do want to add this to that. Like his his question in particular strikes out because he said two years and he's at this pertinent specific point in his journey. I would say if you go to that first podcast and I swear to God, if you watch that YouTube video and things do not change for you in three to six months and you are 100% doing the things you're hearing on this podcast, like you are listening to us, you are paying attention, you are applying these things. And you feel like in three to six months from now, nothing has changed, but you have obviously turned it up to 11 out of 10. There may be a wake up call and I hate to be the guy, but if you've been trying for damn near three years and you feel like you are not succeeding and yet you've thrown the kitchen sink at everything, you might just not everyone is cut out for everything. Like I can't wake up tomorrow and be like, all right, I'm going to be Tom Brady. Let's do it. I'm ready to win a Super Bowl. I could go put in all the effort I want to be as good mm -hmm. as Tom Brady. I can go get the equipment like Tom Brady. I can take the advice from Tom Brady himself. It doesn't make me Tom Brady. At right. some point, you have to look at yourself and say, am I having fun with this? Is this still worth my time? Do I enjoy this? If the answer is no, it's time to stop and just find a different thing that you're passionate about. I don't want to like shit on your dream, <laughs> but I don't want you to be waking up every day if you're putting in the grind and being like, man, this sucks. Why is this awful? You're hurting yourself. You're putting yourself through anxiety and stress and awful, awful feelings. You don't want that. Cut that out. It's like a tumor at that point that just keeps growing. So that's one other thing I would say. Uh, try like another three to six months with all the advice we're throwing at you. And if things aren't going anywhere, mm -hmm. reassess. Also, think about your platform you're on. You know what I mean? Be that too. Mm -hmm. That too. Yeah. I mean, like Mixer. Yeah. Mixer is definitely easier to grow than on Twitch. Facebook is even easier, I think, to grow yep. potentially than on Mixer because just from a timeline stand, from a pure timeline standpoint, right? Yeah. Beyond features, 
Facebook's the youngest, right? It's the least populated it's almost space, two years. if you will, like, right? Yeah. Um, Mixer's a little more populated from a streamer standpoint, and Twitch is obviously yep. a saturated one from a from yep. a pop just a pure population standpoint. So, I mean, that's that's the other thing to consider is is you know what platform you're on, etc. But yeah, I mean, at, at the end of the day, and and I said that, and it's a harsh reality, but not everyone's cut out to do this, right? Um, yeah. and, and, and you define your own success. If, if you having five people who you hang out with regularly and you never grow beyond that is your definition of success, keep doing what you're doing. If you love doing it, keep doing what you're doing. But if it's truly in your head, a grind and you're not making any progress and you've tried to innovate and you've tried all of the things that everyone's telling you to do and it's just not happening, it's, it might not be for you. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's that's Indeed. a reality that we all have to come to individually. At one point, I had to say after seven years in my band of me doing everything I possibly could in my in my within my range of capabilities, everything I could possibly do, I finally had to admit to myself, I'm not going to be a professional musician. I will not be doing this for a living. I had to look myself in the mirror and say, I love being in a band and I love playing music every day. I can't do it for a living and it's time to hang it up and yep. find something else. And that was one of the hardest moments in my life. Something I dedicated 40 hours a week on top of a 30 hour a week internship on top of a wife and vacations and friends and all the things that I wanted to do outside of that on top of going to college I had to look myself in the mirror and say I'm done it's time to move on it's the hardest thing to do but sometimes you have to do that so that's that that's something that's that went really super deep um <laughs> yeah that happens um so uh, another question, uh, Uncle Fester asks, hey, will the Shure SM7 be plugged straight into a GoXLR with anything, without anything else to power? I believe that the answer is no. Um, I believe that the SM7B specifically requires a, um, there is a cloud, cloud lifter. Yep, they're very cheap, they're inexpensive. You can buy one for yes. literally like 50 bucks, no less than that, it's like no, 20 bucks. No, the cloud lifter is 150 bucks. Really? Yeah. I don't know the one I got. I don't think it was. I don't well, remember being that. I, so if you get the Cloud Lifter specifically, that brand is one hundred and fifty dollars. There are other. Really? Do I have are, one? I just didn't remember it being that expensive. Yeah. There are other <laughs> activators. There are. Other that's what I got when I got this microphone because it's such a gain hog. Right. So if you need clean gain, right, the SM7B and the RE20, those two microphones in particular, require a very solid clean gain. Right, um, those microphones will need a cloud lifter in front of them to get the gain that you need to really make it sound decent. Mm -hmm. All right, do you guys have any other questions in your chat? Things that people want to know about? I, I had one. Uh, it was, uh, and let me scroll up to grab it. That's an easy one. Uh, Pickle had somewhat of a follow-up question in that. Uh, have we heard of Lightstream? Yes, we all have. Yep. Do you guys have thoughts or opinions on it? I stream for my console and use Lightstream without having a PC. It's the way to go. Absolutely, 100% is. It lets you do overlays. It lets you do all the fun stuff. It's a little cumbersome. People do run into issues. It's newer, but is it better than nothing? Heck yeah. 
and i definitely would support them if that's the situation you're in because they can only get it bigger better and more amazing so uh yeah absolutely yeah Lightstream is a fantastic technology that that allows you to take a console especially a console only stream or alternatively i actually still i use Lightstream um when i'm mobile um because i don't want to um i don't want to like i don't have a laptop that's capable of running obs at the quality that i want it to um so when i'm like in an airport or something like that i will actually use lightstream for overlays for that mm -hmm. um yep. so lightstream is a great alternative technology for console only and for other um and for other technology yeah there we go i think that oh. we got everything right i'm about it yeah any other follow-ups any other questions um i would end on the other big thing is as you go further and further if you start making money off this if you are getting donations if you are partnered you start making subscriptions or you stream loot cards or whatever it is you need to invest back into your stream uh, i see a lot of people who get to a point where they just coast right and you should always be looking at something you should be excited about you know what you're putting into essentially you know your job or your hobby or your love it's kind of like being like just a gamer and being like yeah i just got the ps2 when ps5 is coming out next year it's like wait a minute guy <laughs> you might be a little <laughs> behind it's like no i know gta was pretty cool on the ps2 and so was metal gear snake eater but we played a lot of new games while you were gone you know living in the stone age so make sure to stay on top of stuff take a look it, you know like the the go xlr mini is now going to be something that I, I genuinely believe a lot of the mid level setups are going to be jumping into i i feel like that's something yep. something people are saving up for it's gonna 100%. be a christmas gift for themselves um like the last thing that i saw that a lot of people were excited about new tech was those elgato key lights a lot mm -hmm. and they're expensive but a yeah, lot of people got pumped up about them and they bought them yep. and so just stay on top of trends always ask for reviews and opinions last thing you want to do is get pumped up save up a bunch of money maybe your stream your community is like yo here's the money go get this thing i just want a bunch of money at the casino here's some for you because i love you and then you buy this thing that you never use mm -hmm. just make sure to do some testing before you you know right. go drop a bunch of money so yeah no for sure there um there was there was actually a good question to in in Ladman's chat about the yep. NVENC and RTX and and that type of stuff. Um, yeah. So there is the idea right now that we're many people want the two PC setup. Um, yes. Because offloading the streaming PC, you can run games at a higher quality, better frame rate. Um, yep. the, your, your overall gaming content will look better on a two PC setup. The question from bearded mech was, um, with RTX and the new NVENC, uh, encoding that's available in OBS, is there really, are we going to be seeing a move away from two PC setups, um, in the no. future with those options? Yeah. I, 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 like I, like I had answered them in the chat cause I didn't know if we were going to get to the question or not is i'd say no um because think about it this way yeah the technology is out there now where your gpus are just as good as that encoding as your cpu is 
but if you're on the same rig as you're streaming from you're playing a game off of the same gpu that you're pushing your off-coding to and as it is your gpu is probably already at an 80 90 percent use depending on the game and your settings and your monitor blah 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 so chances are that you streaming off of the same gpu that you're now playing a game from is not going to be a good idea you're not gonna be able to play at optimal settings that you want you won't be able to put out a 60 fps frame if you're capable to uh off of a dual pc setup um it's just better to have two pcs one pc for streaming which you don't and I don't think we talked about it at all, but we can always hit that another time because this podcast will end up being four hours by the time we talk into that. But like yep. the the actual what you need to stream from a PC is very bare bones minimum. You don't have to have a 1080 Ti, a 2080 Ti, 64 gigs of RAM, the biggest, baddest 12 core Annihilator processor 3000. You don't need any of that. Like you're talking bare, mo- bare bones. If you want to stream and it's a PC, you can probably throw one together for less than $700. Can and we stream. get a CPU named Annihilator 3000? Like yeah. AMD 3900X was good, but if we could get Annihilator 3000. Annihilators. I'm buying it. Um, I'll be here all week for branding and marketing ideas. Branding guys. and marketing um, ideas. <laughs> but like, like you don't need all that jazz, right? And and focus more on if gaming rig would probably be the most money you're gonna dump anything into is I, your gaming rig. You don't need a whole lot on the stream side, unless also on the stream side you do your graphics rendering. Let's say you're a 3D artist, and that's a whole other conversation. But still, like basic necessity of streaming from a PC you can do with very minimum anything um so yeah the, the the answer my answer would be no dual pc still trumps anything good you could throw together for a single build for the sole reason of unless you're running some crazy sli like quad sli titans or something like that where you can off you can have the extra overhead to do something like that then sure but chances are you're probably running a single gpu uh, chances are you're running, you know, at least a good six core processor. If you're running AMD these days, you're running 12 or like a 39, 3900X or something like that. That's great. But that's still, you're pushing off something onto something you're already using. You're not really doing it. Unless you plan on not using your GPU for encoding at all and you use your CPU and you play your game on your GPU, then yeah, you could probably do it. You're probably still going to face some kind of a bottleneck later down the road or issues somewhere where that's going to end up intertwining with each other and be like, oh crap, I should probably just get a second PC to game from instead of streaming from and gaming from the same rig. Um, Rad, Rad, I've got some other thoughts on that, but yes. I wanted to add, we are literally idiots because we're talking about setups and tech and all this stuff. And we didn't even think about talking about, and it's long, but what we should do is if anyone... Yeah, it's it's your settings in OBS and slobs. <laughs> you yeah. don't act ninety percent of the time. I see people being like, "Well, I got to upgrade my damn internet," and they don't have the right keyframe level or B frame level, That's a good and point. all of this crap. Okay, <laughs> please, if you run into any issue, reach out to any of us on Twitter, on Instagram, on our Discords, and I will gladly give you my damn settings and, and try them. You know how many yeah, times I have the worst episode ever. <laughs> <laughs> you know that I have given my settings to so many people and they're like, oh my God, it fixed it. I don't have to go upgrade my internet or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It's because they don't have the profile set correctly. They're streaming at too high of a bit rate, too low of a bit rate. Did you know that too low of bit rate on Mixer will actually make your stream look worse? Yep. Sure if you will. go to 2,500, don't go to 2,500. You need to be mm-hmm. at 3,200 and above. This is things that you don't know unless you've been streaming long enough and you mess around with these. There's things. actually ranges. Oh, yeah. There's actually ranges. And I, I've heard that like three to 4,000 is really good. Yep. I've heard six to 6,500 is really good. And I heard 10K yep. is 
if you if you have the internet for it, 10k is actually you can do really, it. really really solid. What's that bitrate? Yeah, bitrate. Really? Yeah. Tried the 10k right now. I, I, I've never gone above six because I didn't think I needed to. I'm curious. No, I I hang out at 7500. But here's the thing: OBS Studio, it know like it has this new thing. It knows I can do more, so it actually chills at 10,000 all the time, even though it's set to 7500 because it knows I can do more. So it automatically is pumping it in OBS Studio to 10K, even though I said it's 75. There you go. Yep. Yeah. So make sure to reach out to others about what the hell. Like, here's the quick version of those settings. It's literally, these are the ones, again, I don't want to take up too much time. If you go into your output, if you're running NVEC, I would say bitrate, try 5,000, start there. Keyframe one, my preset is low latency quality. My profile's main. And then the B frames are zero. The B frames being zero is actually the key thing on that. That's super Try important. It. This is specifically for up. Mixer, right? If you're if you're listening yes. to this podcast Yo, and you're on Twitch, Twitch. <laughs> right? Not if you're Twitch. on Twitch or if you're on Facebook yes. or if you're on another streaming platform, right? These are Correct. very these are very specific to Mixer. Correct. Um, this is to get the FTL to work correctly at high right. bit rates, so your stream looks good and doesn't delay or chop. Right. Um, mm, chops. I, I'm running CPU encoding because I have a 3900X. Um, I am running I'm running a 5000 bit rate. Um, I just upgraded from 3500 to 5000 to test it tonight. Um, and so far, it's actually been much more solid than than the 3500 has been for me. Um, but I also had to square away my internet to get there. Right. Um, I actually run Key Interval two. Um, I run the uh, medium preset um main profile and b-frame zero um for my for my output settings on x264 right but the 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 point is is that and, and this is the point that i think rad is making is that software settings can have especially software settings in your obs studio or slobs can have just as much of an impact on your stream quality as oh, oh, anything yeah. else if you're streaming from a pc mm. yep um so to to answer your to answer to wrap up bearded mech's question of the two pc setup here's the other reason why i think two pc setups are still king especially if you're like in my situation as a full-time broadcaster my job is to be live and if i can't be live I'm losing followers, subs, and growth, right? Our community is not growing if I'm not live, for the most part. So a two-PC setup, not only does a two-PC setup offload your streaming onto a single rig that allows those components to not be overworked in either rig, but it also provides redundancy. And mm -hmm. redundancy in this line of work is critical that's why the top guys have two internet providers so if one of their internet providers has an outage they can fail over to the other internet provider that's why most of them have two pcs and i'd be willing to bet that the big guys i'll tell you right now if i'm making enough money i'm gonna have a third pc that's just sitting there that's a duplicate of my other pc <laughs> that i could just just pop yeah. in so that I could go live if anything goes down. Yeah, I, I see I you waving at me, lad. Man. <laughs> <laughs> right? You know, the third PC makes me think what you could do is say 
uh, say you have a new game coming out or midstream you're planning to switch games, couldn't you essentially have that game right over there running at the correct settings and just like hit a thing and go instead of like relaunching it on this PC and doing all well, of the having to, to do intermission? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you you could do something so. like that, but I think the I think the yeah no absolutely. I mean, you've got options when you've got more. Hardware, oh yeah. Right. And I think at the end of the day, when I look at it, like I found the Elgato 4K card or the Elgato HD 60 Pro. I found it on sale for like hundred and twenty dollars. Mm. I bought two of them. Yep. Because if my cap card goes down, I'm really screwed. I can't cap mm -hmm. PC. I can't cap. I'd have to web show all day, which I don't mind doing, right? <laughs> but at the end of the day, if I can't capture game footage or other footage, I'm I'm missing the boat, right? So I have got a card that I can flip over to. I can literally take down my stream, take the old the old card out, put the new card in, and boom, I'm set to go, right? So mm -hmm. redundancy is key, and that's why I think two PC setups are always going to be better than one PC setups. Um, yep. When you start looking at a one PC setup, even using all the fancy RTX and everything like that, right? You could use dual graphics cards in there, right? You could have 64 gig of RAM. You could have monster power supplies and extra cap cards and all that kind of stuff. But guess what electronic components do? They generate heat. You want to mm -hmm. put all that into one case? Have fun cooling it. Yep. Right. Have fun keeping your room you're into, not a sweat and box. Yes. Yeah, and the room you're I in. I live in one. Hi. Right. My AC doesn't leave my window. Exactly. <laughs> so at the end of the day, while having a single PC setup sounds great in theory because it's less complicated from an audio standpoint, it's less complicated from a desktop taking up space standpoint, um, less cables, et cetera, et cetera. There are some benefits to that. Overall, the the benefits I think are outweighed by the potential issues that you run into running a, a single PC setup. Yep, it's For a great sure. place to, to to start if you want to get into PC gaming, um, but you're going to quickly outgrow it, and you're going to quickly find that you run into more bottlenecks than it's worth. Yep, I mean that's what I did with that's why I kept the PC after I I upgraded the one I had. Um, which was going to be for streaming, but ended up being for gaming and the old gaming turned into the new streaming rig, but that's, a, you know, whatever, um, was because I had so many issues bouncing back and forth from saying, okay, let me move everything to this computer now and move it back to this computer. And yeah, you can set up, you know, storage and, uh, and your, and your, your backups and whatever you may have you, if you're running like a raid 10 or a five or a six, whatever your heart desires. Uh, for backup wise, I, I kept the old streaming rig for the purpose of a if something ever happens to any of these two, all I gotta do is reconnect the monitors and it'll fire up just the way it did before. Yeah, it won't be a 108060, but uh, nothing was wrong with it up until you know like, like a month or so ago when I did decide doing 108060 streams for the last almost five years. It's been running fine, so I kept it for that reason of it's redundant. There's nothing in this box in this one underneath my my desk that's only on when I need to get something on it that's like specific to that computer like i was working on a project for a friend and it was only on that computer so i had to like reuse it for instead of moving everything over but now that's going to be the main storage for everything so i'll have that set up in its own network and then if i have to use my streaming rig or my gaming rig for vice versa things all i gotta do is flip on that computer and boom that those two computers know where everything is that's in this one i don't have to move anything around it's a flip of a switch rad really needs to go to the bathroom 
I've, I've had to pee for 15 minutes. All right, so let's go ahead and wrap up the pot. Let's go ahead and wrap up the podcast here. He's doing the he's doing the pee pee dance, ladies and gentlemen. I've been doing the pee pee dance. dance. I'm like, I'm just trying to be nice. I'm like, I want to hear these answers. I love the conversation. I don't want to be that dude to be like, sorry, I guess. I would have been fine. You could have just put up a cardboard sign to be be back in five, and I would have just laughed and we would have kept going on, dude. Right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, guys, that's gonna wrap up Flash Forge episode number six: the speeds and feeds of streaming. Thank you for hanging out with each and every single one of us. This podcast will be in your feed, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Anchor, and every other place you can consume a podcast here on the morrow. Thank you so much for hanging out. If you guys have any follow-up questions or anything like that, you can hit us up out on twitter.com slash flashforgeradio. Uh, make sure that you go check out the YouTube. You can you can literally do a YouTube search for Flash Forge Radio. And when we get to 100 subscribers on the YouTube, the wives will get on the podcast with us and will give their perspectives of what it's like to be married to us idiots um, <laughs> and to deal with with our shenanigans here in the streaming world. That's gonna wrap it for episode six. We are Professor Rad. Bye, Mom. Legendary Ladman. I'm sorry. And Dad Got Game. Thank you so much for hanging out. You're beautiful. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. And we out.